Welcome to my Stop Fighting With Your Son podcast. If this is your first time here, I recorded four episodes especially for you to help you eliminate the fights right away and start connecting with your boy as soon as possible. Go to episodes 54 through 59. I have four boys of my own and I know better than anyone how much you want to have a good relationship with your boy and all the things that can come in your way. If you are a mom of boys, I am the coach for you. Let's go. Hey guys, how are you doing? How was your weekend? My husband and I went on a date. Well, we went out with some friends. It was supposed to be our date, but we just invited some friends over with us. And we uh, grabbed dinner and then we went to see some stand-up comedy. And I just wanted to share with you that I've just been discovering all these comedians recently and I just realized, which I didn't really know, was aware before of, how many of them there are and I'm loving it. I'm loving it so much. They're so funny. They're all so different and it's so refreshing too. So if you need a laugh, um, I highly recommend, I've been really enjoying the Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee uh, that's on Netflix, and really, um, anyone really, just uh, just to check them out, there's a lot of specials on Netflix, uh, but even if going to your local stand-up comedy place, it's so refreshing, we really enjoyed it, and I highly recommend you check it out, and I think it's just good for for your sanity to just go and have that change of perspective and to laugh a bit, so that's what's new with us, and I really enjoyed it. And today I want to talk to you about this thing that I came up with. It's called Sun Match. And by the way, if you can apply this concept to any person in your life, this will work. Okay. So this concept I came up with as I was thinking about you and people fighting with with their sons or even like spouses fighting and I've also been reading some um, teachings on Buddhism and a lot of them uh, kind of encourage you to make peace with what is right so then I got to thinking that there are two persons there are two sons that you have one son and I know you might have more sons but I'm talking about this one person so there is a sun that you have that's in your head, okay? In your head, you have expectations of your sun, which are thoughts, right? So you have a bunch of thoughts about your sun. If I ask you, you would describe your sun to me, but you would what you would really be doing is you would be telling me your thoughts about him, right? And they are all of your expectations about what he should do, what he shouldn't do, how he should behave, what you expect him to do in the future, what he did in the past, um, what kind of person he is, right? What he likes. And so, and then there's another person. And that person is the actual person. That's your son. He's out there in the world. And he does certain things and doesn't do other things. And he says certain things. And so he's an actual person out there. So there's two of them. One, he's, ma- he's a person in your head, and one person out there in the world. And so here's my um, hypothesis. Here's my suggestion to you that the bigger 
the gap between those two people, the more suffering you will feel. Okay? So the smaller the gap between the person in your head and the person out there in the world, the more love and connection you will feel for your son. Okay? So again, the thoughts in your head about your son are the the son that you experience, okay? The son out there, the person out there, doesn't, doesn't cause you to feel anything until you have thoughts about him. So, which is great news because we cannot control what your son does, right? I'm sure you've tried and that's why you're here listening to this podcast because you can't make him do things and you can't make him stop doing things. You have zero control over him. You can nag, you can wish, you can hope, you can pray, but at the end of the day, he is the one who's in control of what he does and what he says. So, the great news is that you are fully in charge of how you experience him, right? You, you, because of your thoughts. All of your thoughts in your head are what determine how much connection you feel for him and how much disconnection you feel from him as well, right? So the more suffering you have around him, that means the gap is quite large, quite wide. And so your job is to make that gap as small as possible and hopefully make it disappear completely. Okay, so if you accept him, your son, just as he is, and that means your thoughts about him are matching him, his, the actual person. So that means the gap is not there, and the two people match. The sun in your head matches the sun out there. And if you do not accept him as he is and wish he was different in some way, you are creating that gap between you and him. It is a lot harder to connect with anyone if you have a gap between the two people, right? So make that gap as small as possible so you can feel as much connection as possible between you and him. Okay, I have some personal examples I wrote down. So, um, and you know, you you will have your own because I don't know how old your son is, but it will apply to any age, right? So my son's back hurts. I remember that was a big one for me a couple years ago because in my head, I thought kids' backs should not hurt. This is unacceptable. Why should a child's back hurt? Like something's gone wrong. Um, this should not be happening. So a son in my head, the ideal person, my little boy in my head, should his back should not hurt. But in reality, my son's back was hurting. So I had to do a lot of work within me to, to bridge the gap, to make the gap small and to meet him in reality where he is. Because as long as I was fighting reality, I was suffering because in reality, his back hurts. And as long as I was suffering, I was not able to love him and support him in a way that I wanted to, right? So that was a big one for me. Another one, a son in my head should never get frustrated at his brothers. Well, that's a terrible thought for me to think because I I get frustrated when I think he should not get frustrated. Isn't that funny? So... My job is to think, oh, of course he should get frustrated with his brothers. 
Then I have the two suns match in my head and suffering disappears. And then from that place, I feel at peace about what's going on. And then from that place, I can approach him and the other boys with kindness and love and support them in a way that I want to support them. Right? Um, and so another one I wrote down, the son in my head should not be as sensitive as he is. He should not be as whiny. Again, what use does that do be when he's whining? Totally useless, right? Useless and makes me, again, frustrated because my expectation of my son does not match reality, which creates more suffering. Would not suggest that. So, so what is your son in your head look like? Should he do a, a certain job, a certain career? Should he call you a certain amount of times a week, a month, a day? Should he be stop doing something that you don't like him, what he's doing? Should he date someone else? Should he not date? Should he get married? Should he have kids? Should he not have that many kids? So whatever it is that you think your son should be doing, and if that does not match the, re the real son in, in your life, then that gap will hurt only you. It will not hurt him because your thoughts can only hurt you. You're only hurting yourself. So then your job is to see that and realize that that expectation that's not being met is the cause of your suffering. It's not your son the, that's the cause of your suffering. It's that thought. He should call me. My son never calls me. Or I, I want him to stop doing that. Whatever it is. All of those thoughts, those sentences in your head are the cause of your own suffering. Great, great news. I'm so happy you're hearing this now because you are in charge of those thoughts. Okay? So... Match your son's thoughts, thoughts about your son, match them as closely as possible to, to the reality for your own sake so that you can feel connected, you can feel the love, you can feel like you are supporting him in the best way you can. Not for his sake, although he will, of course, benefit because there will be less nagging, there will be more happy mom, less crazy mom, right? But that will be... No, that's not of your business. How he experiences you is not of your business because you can't control his thoughts and his feelings. Your business is your feelings, your thoughts, okay? So the way to do it, this is to have thoughts about your son that reflect who he is. He, for example, he doesn't have to call me. I love him. He should be frustrated with his brothers. He should have a sore back because... People have sore backs. Even kids have sore backs, right? I know that takes a while to sink in. It, like that one took a while for me to sink in. It doesn't have to click right away. If you do not believe what you are thinking, it doesn't work, right? So how can I believe that my kid should have a sore back? Well, the way I did that for me is I rationalized this, is that, okay, human adults have sore backs, why did I decide that a kid should not have sore back? Maybe I was wrong because obviously this child has a sore back 
he does work at the desk just like grown-ups do, he too should have sometimes a back that hurts, right? Even though I don't like it, but some kids will have a back that hurts sometimes, right? So that's the work that is for you to do so that you can feel good, is having a conversation like that with yourself. And if you have trouble doing that, that's what I'm here for. That's what the coach will do for you is I will point out to you, hey, did you notice that this thought is creating suffering for you and it's not matching reality and you don't have to think that thought anymore, right? How can we believe something more useful for you, right? So um, the smaller the gap between your idea of your son and your actual son, the more connection you will feel. And let me also say that if you are thinking something about your son that's super amazing, that's like, he's the best person ever, I love him so much, he's the best, he can do nothing wrong, he's wonderful, right? Please, I do encourage you to think those thoughts, but I want you to be careful because your son is also human. And humans do shitty things sometimes because we're human. All of us do that. We all make mistakes. We do human things. So if you are thinking wonderful things about your son and he and it works for you, you feel good, but one day he does something and all of a sudden you can't reconcile how could my wonderful boy do this terrible thing, I want you to remember that he's human and again, it's, it's okay, right? So don't put him up on a pedestal where you will also fall because the gap there will be big, right? When he does a human thing and you are thinking wonderful things about him so it doesn't match, then you're disappointed. So that's a gap, right? That's a gap where you fill it with suffering. And that's okay. I do want you to think wonderful things about your son. Just remember, he's human. Just like you, when you've done human mistakes, he's also going to do them. So you have full permission to think wonderful things about him and allow him to make mistakes. And you can still think, think wonderful things about him, even if he's done something terrible, right? Like that would be the ultimate, ultimate black belt in love and connection. If you can feel love and connection towards your son, if he's like murdered someone, if he's done something so terrible and so unspeakable that you would want to withdraw love and connection, but you don't have to. His action does not define him as a person because he is a human person. He's wonderful and terrible all in one person, okay? So be careful, right? Your thoughts will always determine how you feel about him and the closer your thoughts are to, uh, to reality, to what he's like in, in real life, the more acceptance you will feel, the easier it will be for you to love him. You're like, oh, right, my son does wonderful things, and he does terrible things. And that's my son. And I don't expect anything else from him other than what he does. Right, And that's also a wonderful thing that you can start practicing for yourself right, and for your husband, for your daughter. I think this is a big part of why my marriage, I feel, is 
been so successful and it's getting better is because I've done a lot of work at just accepting the way my husband is. And it's a constant ongoing process for me to do that, but it keeps paying off so well, right? And so as I do this, by the way, I do believe as we do this for other people, as we accept them as they are, so we shorten the gap, we match up our thoughts to them, to the people, then we can do that too for ourselves also so much easier because when we are okay with accepting someone else's flaw, then we can do that for ourselves too because we have practice of doing that skill. So I do encourage you to, to try it out, like shorten the gap between the, the person in your head and the person in reality Every time, every time you feel frustrated or annoyed or mad or angry, this is your opportunity. How is the person in my head not matching up with the person in reality? And it's only hurting me, so how can I shorten that gap? And sometimes it's going to be like a terrible, terrible experience for you because you're going to think, okay, Natalia, so am I supposed to think... Like, he should do this terrible thing? Yes. And the answer to that is yes. Because believing otherwise is hurting you. So if you just say, okay, my son should do this, should have done this terrible thing, then you will make peace with reality. You can change reality, but you can be frustrated about it or you can be okay with it, right? You're like... He did this terrible thing, and it's okay. He's human. We're all human. We all do terrible things, right? Okay, and if you... The best way to approach this is to look at your thoughts about your son. And the way to do that is you can do that with a piece of paper and a pen, and you can write down all your thoughts. But if you have a trouble seeing that your thoughts are actually optional sentences, please do come get coached. Please come talk to me. And this is where coach, I will help you um, see that your thoughts about your son are actually your thoughts and not the reality, right? I'm going to help you separate them. Once you separate the two people and once you realize and really on your like body level, you realize that these thoughts are just words in my head, from that point, you have all the power to change them, okay? But it does take some awareness, which you get from being coached. So please do come get coached if you are suffering tremendously, if you're, the suns in your head don't match with the sun in your reality, please do come get coached. This is going to change your whole life for the rest of your life with your son and with every other person in your head because this skill is transferable to every other person. So it's super easy. The first session is completely free and all you have to do is just invest 45 minutes of your time. Come sign up. Um, it's on my website. It's www.coachingnatalia.com and you go to sign up for a free mini session, pick a time that works for you and I promise you this will be a life changer. So make your sons match. 
shorten the gap and have a good time. Have a good week. I love you all. Bye. And I'm on the road.